You're listening to the Reality Screen Podcast with your host, Michael Allen. Crack open a cold one, kick up your feet, and enjoy the show. It's had to have been a year. I know it's been a year. It's been a year and two months. year and two months since I uh, posted my last podcast. I've been a little busy. It's been a little crazy. Uh, I ended up leaving my previous job because before when I was doing the podcast, I was traveling around, doing the podcast in different cities, you know. But I left that job. I found a job in the medical field, and I've been doing that uh, since, I think, August 2019. So it's been pretty busy, been pretty hectic. I had to take a break from the podcast. Wasn't expecting a year-long break, though. But uh, I'm back, I'm hitting the ground running, and I'm ready to fucking talk about some movies and some video games and some tech, just ready to do all that stuff. Uh, if you hear a lot of noise in the background, it, it's raining horribly right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to, to filter that crap out, but this is what we got so far. Um... Fucking Fred Willard died. That sucks. That guy has been in so many like amazing comedy films. It just it just sucks hearing that he died. And apparently his what he he was in like this crazy depression after his wife died. So he mentally uh, he was not in a good state, which is unfortunate, you know. And with all this stuff going around with the virus and stuff, it just doesn't add. It it doesn't help. You know, it's so sad, man. You guys don't know who Fred Willard is. He is, he was the, um, he he was, um, Ron Burgundy's boss in Anchorman 1. Um, actually, I think he was in 2 as well, wasn't he? I can't remember. But he was hilarious. I mean, if you, if you see him in any films, he's hilarious. I mean, the guy is comedy gold, honestly. Uh, but that's really sad, you know? It sucks, man. Uh, do you guys think the the Dune movie is gonna be good? I have no idea. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Let me go to. Hold on, let me go to YouTube. I want to see if they have any like. Do you have any footage yet? Dune. Okay, hold on. All right, my computer hates me. Dune footage. No. Uh, no. Dune. Okay. All right. Twenty twenty. There you go. You fucking bastard. All right, 2020 movie preview. There's a couple of idiots giving their point of view on it without without it being released. I wonder why people fucking hate critics. Uh, Dune 2020, official first look. Okay, come on. Let's, I want to watch this. Oh. Oh, oh, there's no, there's like no trailer for it yet, is there? I don't think so. Is there a trailer? Oh, it's just pictures they released. And then the trailer from the original one from 1984. Which I didn't mind. I didn't mind it as a movie. I thought it was an okay film. I I enjoyed it for the most part. You know? I... I never found myself horribly bored We'll say that. It's a solid movie, you know? I don't have any complaints, really. Uh, let's see. 
I I think it it might be good. The cast the cast seems strong. Um, oh yeah, who was who's directing it again? Hold on, let me see. Let me see who's directing. Dennis Villeneuve, the freaking frack frick is this dude? Uh oh. <laughs> no way. Dude, this guy did Blade Runner 2049, Arrival, and Sicario, oh, and Prisoners. Those were great fucking movies. Blade Runner 2049, hands down, is probably, it's definitely top five for me. Favorite films. I liked it more than the original, and I love the original. The original was amazing. So if he did Blade Runner 2049, Arrival, Sicario, Prisoners, I mean, Dune, there's a good chance right now, statistically speaking, that Dune, I mean, Dune's going to be a good movie. It is. I mean, is there anything other? No, okay. So he came from humble beginnings and then fucking knocked it out of the park with Blade Runner. Knocked it out of the park with fucking Arrival. Knocked it out of the park with Sicario. Actually, I'm, I'm probably. I'm, I'm, it's funny that he did Sicario because I'm actually gonna be watching that later with a, a the good friend of mine. I'm gonna watch Sicario. He hasn't seen it yet. I'm pumped. Prisoners, highly underrated movie. Wonderful fucking movie. If you haven't seen it, it's worth taking a look at because Jake Gyllenhaal. He he he's like, he's like Ben Affleck, late career boom up. Uh, boomer late career bloomer okay this this guy has been better later in his career he's been knocking out some kick-ass roles um he was great as mysterio he did great in prisoners he did awesome in um crap what was that movie dang it now i gotta look it up because it's fucking here it is nightcrawler uh south south was okay and it was okay uh, but definitely, you know, uh, Zodiac, Spider-Man, Prisoners, Nightcrawler. I mean, some would say Brokeback Mountain. It was okay. Um, I think personally, me, my favorite Jake Gyllenhaal movie recently, well, it was eight years ago, but And to Watch. Uh, wonderful film. If you guys haven't seen it, that it's got the right amount of action. It's a tearjerker. It's a story of fucking revenge. Great fucking movie. Highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could sit here all day and talk about this dude. But the Dune movie so far, from seeing what this guy has worked on before the previous four films, it should be good. So, we'll have to see. <sighs> Top. Am I, am I really going to do this? Top 20, 20 movies so far worldwide? Like, what? what's the point? I mean, the... There's not going to be much as far as as profit because of the virus. I mean, the movie theaters aren't even open right now, which sucks. Man, I'm dying to go see a movie with my boys again. Damn. All right, shit, maybe I'll go get a date I'll go see a movie. Once this shit fucking relaxes. Fuck it. Let's, okay, so far, the worldwide, the biggest grossing movie is Bad Boys for Life. I thought it was a fun movie. I liked it, and it it did what it it did what Bad Boys has done before. It just made a a, a cool action, a buddy cop action movie. You know, 
It's just a lot of fun. I like it. You know, it had that 90s uh, appeal to it, you know, with the dialogue and the action and and how everything shot. You know, Jerry Brockheimer. I think it was Jerry Brockheimer that did those. Um, uh, let's see if he actually came back. Did he come back for this film? Uh, crew information. Uh, shoot. Jerry Brockheimer. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so far that's a top with, with like $420 million, which a lot of people are like, that's, that's baby money. But let's keep in mind if this movie released right at the beginning in January of 2020, it, I think it would at least make 700 million or more. At least if this virus shit didn't happen, it, it would have reached that. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Still haven't seen it. I'm I'm seeing amazing reviews on it. Um, there was a lot of controversy. I know you guys remember that. What the fuck? The thing looked like Satan. Sonic originally looked like a fucking demonic little doll, like Annabelle. Just, just terrifying, unsettling. But uh, uh, they redid it, and it's it's getting great reviews. So I'm I'm gonna have to watch it. I'm gonna have to watch it. Alright, what else? Uh, Doolittle. Um, not as good as I wanted it to be. Surprisingly not as good, you know? It's especially coming from... Um, especially coming from Robert, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Normally when, you know, when he touches a role, or when he touches something, you know, it, it does really well. Um... I'm ready for another Sherlock Holmes movie. I'm ready for Sherlock Holmes 3. Can we hurry up with that? Can this virus go away so we can start filming that shit? But yeah, Doolittle wasn't that great. It seemed uh, it seemed like it was a shell of a movie. It was it see it felt like the cut that I watched was the shell of the original cut. Like it seemed like pieced together. Maybe the original was too long so they had to cut out some stuff. I don't know. It just seemed really lackluster. So, and bad editing, honestly. That's what it felt like to me. Uh, Birds of Prey, fabulous, fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Uh, now, what's funny about this is when the movie released, it was only a couple days after the movie released, they wanted to switch it, the title to Harley Quinn. Um, they wanted to call it Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, or something like that. Um... Because it wasn't financially taking off as much as they wanted it to be. It only sitting at $200 million. To be fair. To be fair. The virus could have something to do with it. We don't know. But that first week, they saw that they weren't making as much money as they wanted it to be. So they tried to change the, the title, Harley Quinn. But... Uh, as you can see, it didn't work. It only made about $200 million, which is pretty low for a comic book movie. But like I said, keep in mind, the virus could have something to do with it. So we don't know. Uh, Invisible Man, I enjoyed it. I've watched that movie twice, actually, since I, uh, since I uh, went into quarantine. Uh, no, I'm not sick. Sorry, not quarantine. Uh, stay at home. Shelter at home or shelter in place. Whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, the Gentleman... I don't recommend it. 
didn't like it that much. The Call of the Wild, boring. Uh, the Grudge movie, haven't seen that one yet. Fantasy Island, haven't. Uh, Underwater, not that bad. Uh, I expected pretty shitty film from uh, Kristen Stewart. Um, she's made, uh, she's made a few uh, solid indie films. You know, she's she's. I think she should she should just stay with the fucking indie films and just stop with the fucking big budget movies. They're not working. Okay, Charlie's Angels was bad. It was really bad. Okay, it was horribly bad. Underwater. Not too bad. It was okay. I mean, it start it started off really well. I mean, it, it it started off fast and quick. Like that movie did not ease up one second, and I love movies like that. So that that movie really appealed to me. I liked it a lot. Uh, Bloodshot, garbage. I'm upset about that. Uh, what else? Uh, that's about it. Oh man. Do you guys see do you guys see what the hell's going on with over at Twitch? When they have that safety regulation fucking council or whatever. Here, let me look it up. Um safety council some crap like that. I don't know, it sounds like Hold on, what is this? deals with harassment <laughs> okay all right hello let's see okay so on the council wait okay here we go council uh co-carnage which by the way i subscribe to co-carnage i love co-carnage great guy great person to put on that council uh cup but Noodle, I don't know. Love that name, though. Uh, Ferociously Steph, we'll get to her. And Zazarin, I, I don't know who this is. Um, and then they got some, they got a couple doctors and some some pretty well-known leads. Uh, which is cool, you know. The, the, the safety council is needed, you know. Because the whole point of it, as well as they stated, is to, is to help procure new rules for the site that are clear and that everybody can understand and everybody's on the same page and everybody's held to the same well to add i want them to add to make sure that everybody's held on the same plane the same level equality fairness right cool then enters Unfortunately, ferociously staff. Now, ever since that really bizarre, I'm going to say bizarre, video came out of her, she, she, how to put this, she does not see herself as a human. She sees herself as a horse. So she acts like a horse. And a video surfaced about a week ago of her live on stream. At the time, I think she was a moderator. And she was basically, one of her friends were petting her like an animal, like a pet. And she was acting and whinnying and acting like a horse. So it was, it was fucking bizarre. Okay? I don't care who you are. That's fucking bizarre. So anyways, 
She got a lot of backlash on it. You know what? She's fucking weird. I get it. I've met a lot of weird people in my life. She's fucking weird. But she has the right to do that. If she wants to act like that, let her act like that. Okay? There's no bullying. There's no need to bully. Nobody should be bullying her or harassing her or sending death threats. Those people need to be banned. And if they take it further than that, of course, then, and then you know, charges need to be made. She, she, this is her job. She has the right to feel safe at her workplace, as we all do at our workplaces, you know? And, you know, and I'm, it's something that's more apparent now, especially with everything going on. Employees have the right to be safe, you know? Shut, you know, I'm talking to you, Amazon and, and grocery stores and shit. Keep your fucking employees safe. Stop being assholes. Anyways, she has the right to feel safe at her work. She does. But at the same time, she needs to understand that her actions have consequences. And it's unfortunate that people have been talking to her the way that they have been. And, but at the same time, you need to, when you're in someone in a position of power like that, ferociously, ferociously Steph, um, when you're in a position of power like that, you need to find a way to rise above that bullshit. It's understandable. I understand you're angry and you have hate, but you're backed by a corporation that makes hundreds of millions, maybe billions of dollars a year. You, you need to start acting more professional. It sucks. I've, I've, I've had tons, I've have years upon years of experience, managerial experience. And there's a lot of times I have customers that attack me personally, and yeah, it sucks. But at the same time, these are strangers. Why the fuck do you care what they think? Ban them and move on. You 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 have a position of power at Twitch. Use it to get these disgusting people off the platform. If they're really treating you like that, do something about it. Ban them. Report them. And it's unfortunate that people like this exist, but they do. I mean, <laughs> women, horses, men, fucking LGBTQ plus people, like anybody gets abuse online. It doesn't matter. If somebody doesn't dis if somebody disagrees with your point of view or your beliefs or your actions or or how you carry yourself or how you see yourself, let them have those opinions. They don't have to they don't have to share them on your platform. You can get rid of them. But you're never going to change people's minds with how you responded. And the way she responded, unfortunately, was basically saying that majority of gamers are um, white supremacists. Okay, I guess that that 
like, I guess the majority, majority of us gamers are white supremacists. Okay. So basically majority of us are scumbags. Um, majority of us are pieces of shit, racist, uh, anything you can think of. That, that's such an unfair statement. I mean, I feel personally attacked there. The hypocrisy is fucking real, man. It's unfortunate. It really is. And then, of course, it didn't help that as soon as they announced that Ferociously Steph was part of the safety... <laughs> the safety council. Alright? As soon as they announced it, she went live... And then just starting saying, oh, you guys can't do anything to me. I'm protected. Ha ha. There's a video of this shit. She's just, she's just bragging how she's untouchable and that she should be feared. And then she said, there's some people that should be afraid of me. It's like the arrogance of this human being. That's right, I said, I said human being. Of this horse, I'm sorry. The arrogance of this horse. I can't believe it. Everybody gets harassed online. It doesn't matter. If there's someone that disagrees in any aspect of your life, in any aspect of your beliefs, there, there's going to be someone... They're, they're going to harass you. There's always going to be someone that doesn't like you, that disagrees with you. Why would you go online and add fuel to the fire? Just ignore them. Ignore them, ban them, get them off the platform. Don't acknowledge them. The dumbest thing for you to do is acknowledge them, and that's what you're doing. Not only that, you're going you're gonna to strut around on, on Twitch, on the platform, and just... Basically brag about how you're being protected and you can get away with whatever you want. And people should be scared of you. Like you're going to de-platform people just for disagreeing with you. Ferociously, Steph, I'm willing to bet that the big streamers on the platform have nothing to worry about when it comes to you. Because even if they get banned, they'll go to Mixer. You don't scare people. You don't. You, you look, you, you started off great by bringing acknowledgement to an issue on the platform of, you know, online bullying it is a thing. Unfortunate, but it is a thing. Everybody experiences it. The first time I ever streamed on Twitch was back in like 2013, I think. And 2013, 2014. And man, the first fucking comment somebody put in my chat was show me your feet you fat pig you know what I do I ignore that shit I move on I laugh it off I didn't let it get to me that's the worst thing you can do with trolls is let them get to you trolls exist I find them funny sometimes but sometimes they take it a little too far aka swatting <laughs> But the way that ferociously Steph handled, uh, conducted herself is, is inappropriate and unprofessional. And honestly, she needs to be reprimanded. But Twitch won't do it because 
Um, unfortunately, Twitch is, um, is led by a lot of cowards and a lot of degenerates. And I think Twitch as a whole is a scummy company. But at its core, the foundation, the streamers, there's a lot of wonderful people on there. One of them is Co-Carnage. So I'm glad he's on the, the console. I'm, I'm excited about that. So, but All right, let's move on. Um, there was something else about what was going on. Okay, let me, let me explain about what else. Okay, some, some other person named Liz LaVita. Liz and LaVita was a Twitch streamer. And she was talking about how forcing people in video games to use voice chat is marginalizing a communities and minorities and, you know, this and that. It's like, sweetheart, I, I promise you, I've received worse than you. And the best thing you can do is ignore it. Now, it's unfortunate because I've seen firsthand, I've seen women... I've seen women, I've seen women, I've heard women by playing games, playing games. I've heard them, you know, people get aggressive, you know, when they find out there's a woman playing. They're pretty aggressive. I mean, shit, I play Destiny 2 and my character's female. They thought I was a chick and, you know, I've heard some, I've heard some raunchy shit. Some disgusting shit. It's unfortunate. Women aren't the only ones that experience it. So let's stop acting like women are this precious little thing that we need to defend and protect. Okay? They're grown adults. They know how to handle themselves. Stop going online looking for brownie points, looking for 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 people to feel sorry for you. Because everybody experiences it. Report the assholes, mute them, move on. That's all I can tell you. Those assholes have those assholes will not go away. If you continue, continue to talk about them and give them power. Never going to go away. Ever. Stop talking about it. Move on. Let's all be adults here. Okay. Um, oh, 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 oh. And then after that girl said that on Twitter, somebody said, you know, is something about how they're dyslexic, but oh, fuck, what did they say? Some about I'm trying to remember. Maybe I could find it. I don't know. Let me here, let me put her name in here. Um, is a pro gaslighter. Yeah, she fucking is. Uh, I mean, maybe I can find it on her Twitter. His tweets are protected. Uh, of course they are. Oh, nope, can't view it anymore. Damn. Uh... There it is. Okay. Hold on, I think I almost have it. I almost have it. Give me, give me a sec. Here we go. This is what she said: Twitch ambassador, second place finisher in Twitch Rivals Apex Legends TwitchCon 2019. Here to tell you that man. 
Okay, no, nobody cares about your fucking credentials. Here to tell you that mandatory voice chat and competitive games gives marginalized communities a distinct disadvantage by forcing them to choose between silence or abuse. Fucking shit, dude. Then somebody goes, um, this may be true, but you're taking the option to choose to talk to people away from others. Instead of talking, taking that option away from everyone, even good people, they made a mute option. Nobody wants to take away your voice, chat you fucking illiterate fuck. Okay. All right, now let me let me try and find the next fucking response. He goes, nah, just bored. Also, I take offense to you saying people like me aren't marginalized enough to have an opinion on this, even though I'm dyslexic, just because I don't agree with you. Take your dyslexic ass fuck out of my mentions. I don't care who the fuck you are. You're talking about marginalizing a community. Dyslexic people are a minority of the community and you are disrespecting them the double standard is real people think people people think since they're fighting for a cause they can say whatever they want as long as it represents their beliefs it's okay to marginalize other communities as long as you're fighting for a marginalized community do you see how stupid that sounds right might as well turn the gun around on yourself all right, I'm running out of time. Let's 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 get out of the stupidity here. Let's talk about let's talk about PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X. Um, I'm pumped. I think I'm gonna get both systems. Uh, they both look great. They both come with you know a good amount of storage. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> One terabyte in 2020. I don't think that's enough. It should have been two terabyte, but I'll let them slide on that. Um, let's see. So Series X is going to have a 3.8 gigahertz CPU, PlayStation 5 3.5, GPU is going to be 12 teraflops, nobody gives a shit about the fucking teraflops, memory is the same, GDR6 16 gigabyte, they both roughly have the same memory bandwidth, storage is close, 825 gigabyte SSD for PlayStation 5, 1 terabyte NVMe SSD, for the Xbox. Now on paper that seems to have won, but we'll see. Uh Blu-ray player for both has been confirmed 4K for both HDR. For Xbox, I'm sure PlayStation is going to have it cuz PlayStation is HDR now for PlayStation 4. So HDMI times 2, USB 3.2 times 2, Ethernet storage power, the ports for the Xbox. So far what we have is includes USB and NVMe slot. So, gives you the option for the NVMe on PlayStation 5. Connectivity, we don't know yet. PlayStation, a lot of you PlayStation fans like me know that the connectivity, the network card, the fucking network card in the PlayStation 4 is dreadful. It's terrible. It's a piece of shit. And PlayStation should be ashamed of themselves. And I'm being 100% honest. And not only that, the way that the operating system runs is outrageous. It's like I'm playing a 360. That's how laggy and slow the operating system is. It is disgusting. How you're going to charge people $300 for a new system and it's going to be that laggy and slow. They're lucky they have the best exclusives. 
on consoles. They're lucky. Because I guarantee you they wouldn't have won this war. Guarantee you they wouldn't have won the last console war. So anyways, okay. So that's it. Also, um, Nintendo Switch is coming out with a Pro. And no, it's not going to be some handheld, low-grade hardware shit. It's going to be a legitimate system contender with the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. It's going to have 4K gameplay, 60 frames, you know, all that good stuff. So I'm pumped. Oh, and real quick, all you PC players out there, I think for the next couple of days, Grand Theft Auto V is free on PC at the Epic Store. I know it's the Epic Store. Epic Store is garbage. But if you want to play, it's the game's free on the Epic Store. All right, guys. Well, shit. First, first fucking podcast back after over a year. I know y'all don't fucking miss me, but I'm back. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. It's been fun.